0: was cracking big dose there was something i knew i needed to do right before this and i have this underlying tingling sense of anxiety inside of me right now because i feel like i did something wrong um i'm not sure what it was that i did but i know probably halfway through this live stream i'm gonna be like ah fuck that's what i needed to do um and uh so i'm gonna panic for the next 30 minutes or so But I'm also going to uh, get attacked by your questions because it is Q and Assault Saturday. Every Saturday, we go live with our beautiful, beautiful patrons. Patreon.com forward slash B-D-G-E. We'll get you access to this Q and Assault. You guys can ask me anything you want. Fantasy football, Dynasty, Life, Margarita, Monster, here's um here's another perk of becoming a patreon member you get into our discord in our discord you're allowed to join big dog startup leagues you know what i cut out two dynasty leagues i was in last year so i figured let's re-up let's re-up we depleted our stash and i think it's time that we uh do we get back in the game? I've been getting the itch, right? We've been doing rookie and dynasty analysis for like four months now. I said, I want to get into a motherfucking startup. So let's do a startup. We started one two days ago. And we started another one last night at midnight, which just went off the fucking rails. And um, we're going to go over them today before we start answering any questions out there. So I'd like to say hello to the faithful in the chat. We got Zach. What was a good, homie? Mr. Cali Dog, I'm surprised to see you up this early. I know you're pickled and in fetal position. <sighs> sexy Pats looking extra not sexy today. What you slurping on? Your mother's titty juice. Let's bring up the draft boards. Let's talk about some of these dynasty startups that we're in right now. We could start with, uh, with this one. Yeah, here we go. We'll start with Fade the Fetal. That ain't the right fucking screen. We're going to start with Fade the Fetal. And this is the draft board right now. Now, being the sharp that I am, uh, being the sharp that I am, I drew the 101. This is a dynasty startup. Let me give context behind it. This is a dynasty startup, 12 teams, and the scoring is a little bit unique. So it's half PPR for running backs. It is full PPR for wide receivers. It is 1.5 PPR for Tight ends. Okay. So that evens out the positions a little bit. We also start three wide receivers instead of two, which makes them a little bit more valuable because typically the reason that running backs are more valuable, wide receivers are less valuable, is because the positional scarcity at running back is very, very high. So you want to get your running backs, especially the top end ones, because there's not a lot of them to go around. So when you start to up the starting positions, especially at wide receiver, the positional scarcity starts to pick up towards the running back. It's not anywhere close to it because there are so many fucking wide receivers that you can put into your starting lineup at any given week um, that that won't do it, right? Maybe if we started four wide receivers, it would actually do something. But at this rate, nothing yet. But boosting it up to full PPR makes them a little bit more valuable, et cetera, et cetera. Tight ends at 1.5 PPR, 0.2 per carry, okay? So that boosts up not not pass-catching running backs, but the workhorse backs. So there's a lot going on here. Six point per passing touchdown, minus three point per interception. And it is super flex, obviously. Starting two flexes, starting three wide receivers, two running backs, one tight end. Obviously, you can flex a tight end if you want. It is 1.5 PPR. So I drew the 101. Now I'm sitting at the 101. I could obviously take Patrick Mahomes. Would be the easy pick. No looking bike. And then you're sitting there with your QB1 for the next eight years. However... I do think super flex quarterbacks are are a little bit overvalued right now, and that's not to say Mahomes is overvalued, but while they do have the positional scarcity of running backs, while there's only 32 starting running backs or 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL... The worst starting quarterback is probably going to put you up, you know, okay, let's not say the worst because there are some really fucking bad quarterbacks out there, but let's say like the 28th ranked quarterback is still going to put you up about 14 to 15 fantasy points per game. So even at the worst level, the drop off from quarterback one down to quarterback 27, the point per game drop off is noticeable, obviously, but not massive when it comes to running backs because you need to start two of them. There's only like realistically 25 to 28 starting running backs, okay? And let's say both of those positions have the same scarcity, right? There's just about this many starting quarterbacks, this many starting running backs, and they're around the same. I know there's a few more starting running backs, but they all kind of stink once you get to like the 30 to 35 range. Same positional, positional scarcity. The big reason why I still like running backs above quarterbacks, even in super flex, we're talking about dynasty, we're talking about redraft, doesn't matter, is that the high end point over the, uh, point over replacement value is still much higher on the running back spectrum. Okay. So Patrick Mahomes is not scoring fourteen points per game more than, you know, the quarterback seventeen. Whereas Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley, if he hits a ceiling, is is doing that. Okay. So I think the positional advantage at running back is still much higher than at quarterback. Do you want to grab two quarterbacks in this in this situation? Absolutely. I just think this was a rule of thumb that I've been talking about for a few years, and I think people are starting to finally come around to it in super flex leagues. If you're in a one quarterback league, yes, you shoot for you shoot for upside, right? Because if it if the quarterback doesn't hit its upside, you could drop them, pick up another quarterback off the waiver wire. Like Daniel Jones has upside this year. If he doesn't work, drop him and pick up, you know, quarterback 22, another rushing upside quarterback that's sitting on the waiver wire. The way I look at it is whatever the last quarterback that you're that you're comfortable starting in a one quarterback league can be the same quarterback in a super flex league. You just need to grab one more quarterback that you are comfortable with above that person in the rankings. Okay. So if you're, if you're comfortable with Daniel Jones quarterback 18 being your one quarterback starter, he could also be your quarterback two in super flex just grab someone who's above quarterback 18. So you can, you can pair him with quarterback 11 and quarterback 18. It doesn't mean you need to grab Josh Allen or need to grab Kyler Murray because quarterback 11 on a points per game basis is not going to be that far off from, you know, uh, fucking justin Fields or joe burrow or whatever so that was just a little speech i had to give you to preface what i did with the 101 so i took the 101 and i'm like i can get a, I can get a nice haul for this so i moved back from the 101 to the 105 so i moved back four spots in the first round and in doing that i picked up a first round pick next year so a rookie first round pick uh, a rookie third round pick obviously the 105 and then i picked up um was it the the 10th round pick here in the startup draft so it was the 105 a first next year a third next year and the ten eight. and uh I think it's a pretty even trade and it depends what I would do at the 105 again I wanted to start with a running back so the only I I when I genuinely made this trade when I made this trade initially I genuinely thought C-Mac was going to fall to the 105 I thought it was going to be four running backs or four quarterbacks off the rip because it's six point passing touchdowns and uh 0.2 per carry so I thought it was going to be Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, some combination of those, maybe even Dak Prescott. I thought I was going to have C-Mac at 105. Um, so I didn't love pushing the button on Saquon. I probably should have fielded more offers and seen what I could get from him there. But honestly, I'm, I'm more than happy to just uh, throw him as my RB1 for the next like three, four years and be fine. And the other thing with Saquon is like Saquon is such a polarizing, such a such a fucking flashy, flashy uh, running back or athlete. Damn, this is going to fucking freeze again. Yo, I really hate Ecam live. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, let me see if I can flip to a different camera right quick. Mm, I don't know if I want y'all in my bedroom. But I guess y'all can see it like this. Fuck it, we'll go back to the other screen. So, the problem is... Um, talk to you like a grown-ass woman the problem i need to see the screen down here the problem with this is um what the fuck was i saying so yeah saquon's sitting there i mean listen i'm I'm thinking about saquon and he's getting a second contract no matter what one of the problems with starting to invest in like an aging running back is that we don't know what he's going to do with the second contract i i think everybody can equally agree that saquon's getting a second contract somewhere in the nfl so that kind of does not, that doesn't worry me at all with Saquon. And we also have to remember, he went from 2,000 yards in scrimmage his rookie year. Like he'll be back to his main form. Am I a little bit worried about what happens in this upcoming year? Yeah, he might He might get off to a very slow start. But it starts to make a little bit more sense when you look at what happens for the rest of the draft. So I take Saquon and then I'm at the two twelve three one And I'm sitting here and uh, Jordan's sitting on his fucking ass for seven and a half hours. And I'm like, okay, this is beautiful. If I get to choose who I want, like I'm gonna rip off um I'm gonna rip off Trey Lance and Justin Fields or Trey Lance and Kyle Pitts. Either of those would be completely fine with me. But I wanted Trey Lance bad. Trey Lance was like the guy I wanted a two twelve. Takes it down to fifteen minutes on the fucking slow clock and then he takes Trey Lance and everything just goes out the fucking window. And everything just goes out the fucking window. Cause maybe, you know, maybe I could compete at the end of the year. Maybe I can go on a playoff run with a guy like Saquon who starts off slow, Trey Lance who's maybe not the starter to begin it. And then everything fucks. I just have a lot more confidence in Trey Lance than I do with Justin Fields. And I wanted him bad, but I had to settle with Justin Fields. Then I'm thinking, listen, I'll just build for the future. Most of the time I do dynasty startup drafts, I tend to take players that I can compete with right off the rip. Okay. Um, However, I did want to share of Kyle Pitts somewhere. And this is a, if there's going to be a league that I have Kyle Pitts in 1.5 PPR for tight ends, Compared to .5 for running backs, I'm happy I got him here. But that selection of Kyle Pitts pretty much assures me that I will not be competing for a championship off the rip. So with that in mind, I'm like, okay, easier for me to swallow the Saquon pill. Easy for me to swallow the Justin Fields pill. Then I can look towards the future because I already have an extra first-round pick now, right? When you're that high up in the first round... I'd almost always suggest trading back because there's going to be someone that gets antsy seeing the flashy names and you can get a a future first round pick just for moving back a couple of picks. Once, once Mahomes is off the board, there's really like a tier of six guys that I think I was debating between Saquon and Justin Herbert. Had I gone Justin Herbert, um, I'd be sitting here with like no running backs, which would make me a little bit nervous. But at the same time, if I'm just competing for next year, my rookie picks would probably be high. And that's where you get your rookie running backs. You get your running backs, your high end running backs in the rookie draft, right? I could have got a Brees Hall or I could have got a, you know Isaiah Spiller or something like that if I have a top three four pick, which I probably will. Um, so Kyle Pitts at the 1.5 PBR tight end, and then you start seeing a, a little bit of a run of the wide receivers. You saw Justin Jefferson be the first wide receiver off the board here in um, in this league, which was crazy. So Dynasty wide receiver one, Justin Jefferson's how are you killed DK Metcalf? You see Ezekiel Elliott? I thought Zeke was a great pick here at three seven. Um, he's not a guy that I'm I'm necessarily investing in in Dynasty right now, but in point two points per carry, plus the target share that he was getting last year before Dak went down, There, there is a possibility that in this league format, Zeke is a top-two fancy running back, and that's a difference maker when you're getting him in the third round. You had Clyde, you had J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is an interesting case. You'll see a lot of these guys. So You have J.K. Dobbins, you have Austin Eckler. Um, I don't know how much I like those picks because this is a league, again, where volume gets – volume gets – way more um, love than efficiency because you're getting 0.2 per carry and you're getting 0.5 per reception for the running backs. So basically every time you touch the ball, you're getting some sort of bonus point. And I feel like Dobbins and Eckler are going to be guys who are awesome, but they're also going to be like 12 to 15 touch efficiency awesome. So even a guy like Joe Mixon is a guy that I really like. Um, I had a I have an Excel sheet that I put together I could probably link down below or send out to you guys if you want it, where it's like custom scoring. You put in whatever scoring that your league does, and uh, you you can see the rankings based on last year's stats of players in that league scoring. So a guy like Joe Mixon was actually like RB5 in points per game last year in this format because he was getting 20 touches a game. Or 20, yeah, like 20 to 23 touches a game. When you're getting four four catches a game and when you're seeing 20 carries, which is what he was getting, Basically, that's like an extra five, six points uh, per game, which is massive in this kind of format. So I really like Joe Mixon. I was actually hoping he felt like the 412, which I guess was a little bit unrealistic. We have Diggs, and then you see the little run of tight ends. Kittle and Waller, I think both are absolute steals in this format. Jamar Chase, Tua, I was hoping Tua fell to me. Uh, and then uh, Jordan is sitting on the clock again at the 411, and I wanted Zach Wilson bad. I was going to make these picks really quickly. It was going to be Zach Wilson, Travis Etienne. This motherfucker snipes me again. So Jordan has a very similar setup to me in terms of like team construction and team building strategy and whatever. And, um, and he just happened to have a better draft spot than me. So he gets Trey Lance instead of Justin Fields. He gets Zach Wilson instead of fucking Baker Mayfield, because that's how snake drafts work. So he took a bunch of the guys that I actually wanted. He's got Zach Wilson, Um, At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what people on Twitter think about Zach Wilson. I'm more concerned with the fact that they are building an offensive line around him. They are building with young, explosive weapons around him, and he was the 102 in the NFL draft. So objectively speaking, most of the numbers work towards Zach Wilson, not against him. I think people need to start realizing that a little bit more. I took Travis Etienne here because, listen, young running backs, why the fuck not? Um, by next year hopefully etn is more of a factor on offense again i'm not competing for this year so as much as i don't like him in redraft as like a fourth round pick fine with him in dynasty as a fourth round pick because he's got everything that a uh, a workhorse running back could bring to the table uh and then baker mayfield at 5-1 i was like eh, i don't really know what to do here. there's no one i really wanted I, I thought about trading this pick i thought about trading this pick and um because I don't know, I, I was like, I was like sitting here and uh, and Devonte Adams is still on the board. And I know uh, Scott, I know you're very intrigued by this. And had my team, obviously, that's a smash pick there. Had my team not been geared for like later years, he's already a 28 year old wide receiver. Of course, if I hadn't gone, you know, with these young guys, Justin Fields, Kyle Pitts, Travis Etienne, Devonte Adams is the obvious pick there, right? Because he can in this format, full PPR, he can go absolutely nuts. But he makes no sense for me to for me to draft him. I thought about drafting him and then trading him in like week eight or nine or ten or something. Um so that's all that happened there. And uh I went with Baker. Uh I just think like Baker when you look at Baker's stats, let me pull up Baker's stats. Uh Baker's not like a guy that I I, I really, really love in this format. Baker Because he doesn't carry the ball a lot. It is six point per passing touchdown. So with that being said, He's not the best in this format, but, 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 but Baker would have had a much bigger year. He had that streak in the middle of the, uh, that streak in the middle of the year, you see these games that were like, uh, six to 16, 10 to seven were the really low scoring games, 122 passing yards, no touchdown, 132 passing yards, no touchdowns, 204 yards, no touchdowns. If you make those his typical games of like 220 passing yards, 300 passing yards, and give him a couple scores like you're looking at a pretty massive step up for Baker you're probably looking at like 42 4300 passing yards 30 33 passing touchdowns eight interceptions and we're like okay Baker took a nice step forward and I, I I expect Baker to continue to take a nice step forward his passing schedules this this year is very easy so I don't see Baker um Baker's value going anywhere near going anywhere near uh lower than where I got him at the five one So that was my Baker spiel. Um, I don't know who has the most firsts in this draft. I think me and Jordan both have two, maybe that is my team. Uh, let me pull up Tony's team. Tony went Kyler Burrow, David Montgomery, Austin Eckler. I tell you what, I'm not really a fan of, uh, those running backs not in this format we could bring up senate's trash-ass team naji kamara metcalf brown chase pretty good fucking wide receivers not gonna have any quarterbacks to play but it is what it be oh uh, let's move over to the second the second draft so listen that draft was going way too fucking slow for me and I was like, I want to play, bro. I want, I want to draft. I want to, I want to make shit happen. Um, I am, I am, I'm bored because everybody was taking like six hours on the clock, you know, getting down to a, an hour and and 11 minutes. And I'm like, I can't do this, bro. I wanted to start the draft so like a fucking draft. Let's let's do this. So we put together another one in the Discord real quick. And before I know it, like we didn't even talk about shit. We didn't vote on scoring settings. We didn't we didn't do fucking rules. We barely did. We did like half-ass rules. Before I know the draft started at midnight last night. Started fucking midnight last night. I didn't even know my draft pick. I got up this morning, I see Mahomes, Allen off the board. I'm sitting there at one oh three. And my my eyes cracked open. Like a, a fucking cracked an egg and then my eyes cracked open. And I'm on the board. And I'm like, hmm. What am I doing here? I probably could have I have never been in a league with any of these guys except for Senate. And I'm like really pissed that Senate got in this fucking league. I'm trying to I'm trying to spread my my fucking my, my my Nick Juice around and Senate just keeps getting in every fucking league. How about you how about you let other people in, Senate? Stop being a bully. Because, because I bully you doesn't mean you're allowed to bully other people. So um i uh i was at the 103 i easily could have traded back and probably got a lot of picks and a lot of shit here but i wanted uh christian mccaffrey say if i was sitting there at like the 106 and there was no quarterbacks i wanted on the board or i was sitting at senate spot the 108 i would not have taken barkley again i would have moved that pick for sure and uh senate's full of shit because all he did was talk shit about the barkley pick and then he takes him so uh he could eat my ass and this was the first ten picks. This basically started this morning, so we're 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 moving pretty quickly right now. We are on the eleven spot. And Baskin, uh, why did you take Baker over Tanny? Yeah, that was that was another tough uh, another tough one. Um, here's the thing: if I'm not competing for this year, if I'm not competing for this year, um, like I know Tanny's not that old; he hasn't had that much starting experience, but he's also like thirty three, and Baker's twenty six. Um, Julio's, you know, Julio's going to be great this year, maybe next year, but he's going to be gone after that. By the time I'm like starting to actually use Tannehill to make a championship run. I don't know what that roster is going to look like. I don't know how he's going to be like 35, 36. I know he could play deep into his career, but like it is what it be, you know? Yo, Senate. Does your mom ever get angry when you just keep charging her credit card for Dynasty buy-ins? Like serious ass question. I know it's Q and assault on me, but I'm I want to assault you, bitch. You know what I want. I think the baby's trying to trade you. I told you she's rich I know But like How about you fucking Get a job Cause you just keep donating money To these leagues Cause you're trash picks How about you How about you learn the value of money Before you take Saquon at 108 Alright what else do we got here Uh Maz said, How do you like my team so far? Let me see what you got going on, Maz. Prescott, oh fuck. Prescott, Dalvin Cook, Tom uh what the fuck happened? Prescott, Dalvin Cook, Zeke. So you did not have a second, a fourth, and you will have a fifth. Do you have any futures? Did you get any futures out of out of moving up or down or whatever, Mass? I mean, you're definitely in win now position. Like you might have the two of the top, you know, top two, three, uh, two of the top three scoring fucking running backs here. And if Zeke pops off, there's probably a good chance to act those two. So, I mean, you're setting obviously you're setting yourself up for win now I just, I'm not sure what you have future wise. We got the fifth to six. Uh, I think, I think you're sitting pretty good. I mean, obviously very, uh, very secure high end players there. Bosco. Allen at the two nothing in the second Clyde digs Ridley I mean I like those wide receivers I I find myself having a really tough time pulling the trigger on Clyde um he's another guy that sort of like uh Dobbins and Eckler he makes me a little bit nervous in this format because we he could be a 15 touch a game guy you know he might get 12 to 13 carries a game and four four targets or so um so Clyde is a guy you know I I'm, I'm gonna be honest I wouldn't feel great about him being my RB1 maybe I'll feel okay about him being my RB1 but it's gonna be tough to get like a secure RB2 uh but obviously the, the Josh Allen at the QB1 is really fucking nice and here's the thing about getting a guy like Josh Allen is like you could always move him for like Tannehill plus you can move him for fucking Tannehill plus you know uh a running back or something like that so you you have a lot of you have a lot of flexibility when you have a guy like Josh Allen which is why Thinking back on having the 101, I probably just should have taken Mahomes or with that 105, move that again, grab another future first or something and really stack up for the future. But let's see. Who is a starting quarterback in Houston, Tyrod or Mills? Uh, I'd be really surprised if Tyrod's not the starter for like the first month of the season or so. I mean, they're going to do what like every team that Tyrod's ever been on put him in for a month realize he's the most uninspiring dude and people can stop acting like he's a mobile quarterback. He's like fucking 38 years old. He runs for like 11 rushing yards a game now. I mean, he's going to be the starter there, but like he's not ty- he's not 26-year-old Tyrod. Like look at his fucking rushing. I wish my computer worked when I was streaming cuz I would really like to show just how like this cuz this has been the this has been like a narrative for so long. And I'm pretty sure Tyrod has, like, fewer rushing yards than Kirk Cousins over the last, like, seven years. When is Max going into the woods? Great fucking question. Probably sometime in July, if I had to guess. Totally forgot that was a thing. We also got to have our league meeting for E-Town get down. Summer's, Summer's coming and going quick, bro. Hit the like button fellas Fucking factual Hit the like if you're in here Subscribe if you're in here We're doing Dynasty and Redraft content all summer Make sure you go uh, hop on Patreon Patreon.com forward slash BDGE You get into the Q and Assaults so You get into our Discord You could join BDD Dynasty Startup Leagues And fucking draft with these idiots that I'm drafting with Feel that I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to compete or not So he was the best running back choice there to keep me fluid That's fair What's going on with Landlord and Nerf Ballgate? Uh, I mean, you guys pretty much saw up to date what was going on. I think Tony filmed that last... Tony filmed 90% of that vlog last night. He was up till 4 a.m. this morning. I got a te- I woke up to a text from Tony. Actually, I just got a text from Tony, too. Just ran into Vibs. I don't know who that is. Someone from Barstool. A um, text from Tony at 4... 4 5 a.m this morning apologies in advance if the title or the thumbnail are amiss, but i'm sending it we were out last night me steve and tony went to get margs last night at like 10 10 10 30 ish um and then we both hit the subway afterwards i was going uptown he was going home to edit the vlogs he didn't even start editing the vlog until like 11 p.m last night so he sent it at 4 a.m so everything is like completely up to date on Nerfgate. I haven't heard or seen from the landlord. She was happy when I sent her the picture of the backboard being on the ground. She sent me smiley faces and thumbs up emojis. Not even sure she like understands what that means. So I don't know. What else we got? That's not good. I don't know what I just did. Zeke has to be the number one buy low right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, especially in a format like this where you're getting points per carry, like Zeke is Zeke absolutely be a guy who who pushes you to the point of a championship this year. If you're competing, Zeke is a guy that can that can be the last piece of the puzzle. T Rock and NWP are stacked. Oh, I wanted to show Tyrod. That's where did he even play last year? Is he going to be on the top fifty list? No, he fucking played in, like, one game. That's right. Sorry, just give me a sec. I need to, I need to talk my shit about Tyrod. Great guy. Nothing against him, but I just, like, can't stand people being like, just get fucking Konami code quarterback Tyrod. Like, I, I can't, yo, there's nothing I hate more than, like, the term Konami code quarterback. There are just, like, there is just so... I feel like people, like... Like using Konami code quarterback saying let Russ cook. Like, I feel like f- people who do fantasy football think that those are personality traits, just like saying those things. It's like fucking feels like someone's playing the drums in my ear every time I hear it. It's like Konami code quarterback. Me, 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 me. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right, let's take a look. Finally, Jesus Christ! Last year, played in two games, seven rush. Oh, you guys can't see it with me on the screen. This is going to be good. Last year, seven rushing yards. Two thousand nineteen, seven rushing yards. 2018, 125 rushing yards. Anyone getting a fucking trend here? All right, he's only 31 years old. I would have thought he was 37 if you asked me. He's, he's played in 14 games over the last three years, and he has 139 rushing yards. That is nine rushing yards per game, if I do the quick math. Do you know how many fucking NFL running backs average nine rushing yards per game? You can get sacked forward And average 9 rushing yards per game Okay Enough with the fucking Tyrod Is a mobile threat Konami code Quarterback He's just a bad passing quarterback That is old and doesn't run anymore Okay That is the last thing I'll say about Tyrod For the rest of my life Konami code quarterback Or laughing emoji Why are you doing this? I'd rather have cricket wireless so my phone doesn't work and I can't listen to podcasts or get tech. Hi, frauds. How dare you? You're getting kicked out. You're getting put in timeout. Uh we got oh, I'm sorry. We got an actual we actually this was a nice this was a nice little cue and assault. We got like no fantasy questions. It was beautiful. Except for oh man, I'm gonna fuck your name up. G Jaquid. J- wow, that's that that this might be the toughest name I've ever come across. Jaquadrius? Jaquadrius? Oh, Jaquadrius? 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 Jaquadrius Henny. Any relation to Chad? Better pair in full PPR dynasty. Adams plus Evans or Diggs plus DJ Moore? Uh good, good question. My initial take is Straight up, I would probably take more over Evans. Don't feel great about it, but in full PPR, I would take more over Evans due to the youth. I think Evans will be a little bit better this year, but I think more, I obviously like his longevity uh, a bit more. Having three or four years on Evans, even maybe even more than that. Diggs and Adams too is like, you know, you obviously want Adams over over anybody, Um, but I think Diggs has the youth. And I think if you... If you factor in the the risk with with uh, Rodgers right now, I think they're about even. So for me, it's like a very slight edge to Diggs and uh and digs in more. Feels weird because they're not they're not as as like powerful as a name group, but I'd probably take Diggs in and, and, and more in Dynasty. Won't feel good hitting accept though. What's the best no anyone's ever hit you with? It's a great question. Um I would love to be hit with a no from Zendaya. If she could just answer one of my if she answered one of my DMs with a no, if I was like, Yeah, let me let me let me uh let me do a light like startup dynasty draft with you in Z And she was just like, no, that'd be nice. I don't know. People don't usually hit me with the big nose on Twitter. I just on Twitter. I can't get rid of them now. Every time I tweet, there's six nose underneath it. It's pretty fucking disrespectful. It's a really powerful. At first it started as like a, it started as a, um, like a therapeutic thing, you know? When people just disrespect you and I'm tweeting about like personal issues I have. And then the first thing underneath it is like, where do you have DJ Moore ranked in fucking standard rankings this year? I'm like, dog, I'm trying to fucking spill my heart out to you on Twitter. And you're hitting me with a DJ Moore questions. So then I hit him with a no. It's like very therapeutic. let them know that they're not in control, that I'm in control here. And now it's been turned on me. Every time I tweet I'm just getting fucking no up left and right So if I'm looking at threads Of my tweets I'm like look at this guy Getting absolutely Dismantled by his own followers Like they're following him Only to stab him in the back It's a sick It's a sick Twisted circle Cycle that we're in here Needed to get that off my chest Sorry Chill Chill Chill. That makes me angry too. I think I'm just generally a fucking really angry person. Maybe Senate just saying chill. I'm like, how about you chill with your mother's credit card? How about that? You, but you fucking chill with the CVC code, fucking expiration date, and you chill with that. Is out of control. I've just been on the FF Today website for 40 minutes. Any picks being made? Let me guess. No. We should have just done two-minute clocks for these. Michael Thomas going at the 5'8". Raptor just sitting there for hours. What about the other draft? Trevor Lawrence going at 110. All right, we already knew that, didn't we? Uh, How much did your Twitter interactions increase from no, though? Interactions? I I would... I mean, interactions, I would say, are like, you know, interacting with one another. So realistically, none. Capital fucking no in that none. So we're not interacting with each other. We're just fucking saying no back and forth. Can someone please explain Konami code to me? Um, yeah, I, I think it was like a I, it, it's like a it's like a it was like a cheat code, basically, in, in, a, in an old video game. I'm not sure what game, was it from Mortal Kombat? It was like a, you know, the Konami code was was some sort of cheat code in in a in some video games. So people call rushing m- rushing quarterbacks like a cheat code basically. And it's just like how many times can it be said? How many time, I feel like I feel, I feel like I'm always taking crazy pills. You know? Don't you know? What else we got here? All right, y'all. Well, we're at like 40 minutes. Does anyone have any uh, actual questions they want me to answer? While I'm here, I'll stay on for another like three to four minutes, but that's about it. I need to shower. I need to eat. Maybe I'll grab a couple donuts. Maybe I'll play some fucking basketball in my living room. Start a riot today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Nick, make sure you wear the blue light glasses. Don't F up your vision. Yeah, it's not... They're not necessarily for my vision. I usually put them on when it hits, like, the PM. Usually when it hits... uh, In the PM. Usually when it hits, uh, like, 3 or 4 o'clock. I do it so it doesn't fuck with my sleep. And I want to make sure that I have enough time in front of the screen with them on. You know, nighttime is for the blue glasses, for the blue light. After midnight's for the strobe light. You know what I'm saying? Danny Dimes or Darnold? Uh give me Danny Dimes. I think they they probably both have equally as good of a chance to not be a starting quarterback in the league next year. Um but I would take dimes on his upside. I just again I like what they're building around him. I'll always when, when it's a mediocre quarterback, I'll always choose with what they're doing, the team is doing around the quarterback. Not not trying to decipher whether or not I think Danny Dimes is more accurate than Darnold 16 yards down the fucking field. Who are you hoping falls to you for the next for these next picks? Uh honestly, while I feel like i need to answer all the questions that you guys give me i don't want to do that now because i've gotten sniped like five times already and i don't want to give out i i can't be giving out like guys i like right now because that just it, it ruins any value that i can get and everybody's gonna be fucking uh everybody's gonna be making trades or like trying to snipe my guys and then trade them to me for some fucking bullshit ass value Favorite Beck spot in the city, bacon, egg, and cheese. Uh, I'm not like a bacon, egg, and cheese snob. I'll just fucking roll out whatever bodega happens to be within the, the least amount of footsteps. It's good by me. Honestly, most bacon, egg, actually, actually, that's a lie. I had a phenomenal bacon, egg, and cheese the other day, which I ordered through DoorDash. I want to say maybe Uber Eats. Let me find it. It was awesome. It, it was like some, some, it wasn't a pretzel bun, but it was definitely some artisanal type bun. Let's see. Sunday had to, oh no, that's not it. I'm going to find this for you. Cause this, this was a bacon, egg and cheese worth talking about. How far, how long ago was this? Was it dig? No. Oh, this was it. It's called uh, the egg shop, egg shop. Soho, egg shop. Soho, I got hash browns with bourbon ketchup and then uh, just a bacon, egg and cheese from there. Best bacon, egg, and cheese I've had for sure. Was not your typical BEC. Uh Corey Davis, Mims or Moore. Uh, definitely Elijah Moore at this point. I mean, all the hype is is there. He's got he's got everything. He's got the production profile, he's got the athleticism. It's just, you know, seems like uh seems like he's gonna be a a, a big time player in the league. Trying to get Zeke in another dynasty. I've offered Jacobs plus the two oh six and he's not going for it. Is Jacobs plus the one oh nine too much? I don't think so, no. Uh I, I don't think that's too much uh for Zeke if if Zeke's gonna be the thing that puts you over the edge. Here's the thing, like Jacobs Jacobs's values is like plummeting quickly. And uh there are very very few things that would make his value get back to where it was a year ago. Like his, his value is all he was almost a first round startup pick last year. and He is nowhere near that now. Um, what would it take for him to get back to a first round startup? Like, there, I don't think there's anything that could really happen. It would be like Drake would need to get hurt. And then Jacobs would have to somehow get 75 targets this year. 280. Like, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'm, I'm you know, I, I think that's a big uh, I, I think that's something that, that I would consider doing the Zeke part. Eggs are disgusting, basically eating a fetus. Clearly, someone hasn't tried eating a fetus before. Is Najee in for a Zeke Elliott rookie year? Uh no, his efficiency is just going to be so bad. Zeke Zeke's rookie year, he was running behind, you know, like a top three offensive line. That's just not going to be the case for, for Najee. I don't know. I was looking back at some numbers and I, I cooled down a little bit on Najee. I think he is still a low end RB1, high end RB two. Um I did want him in this league really badly because again, volume trumps efficiency in this in this league format. Um and I think Najee's in for like 280 carries and probably like fifty to sixty targets. Uh so those are gonna be some big numbers here. Um but with Najee, I was looking back at like I was looking back at some of the numbers. Can you like get off my screen with your picks? I was looking back at some of the numbers for the Pittsburgh running back group last year and just like they didn't get any targets they barely got any carries I know it's not gonna be the same now that they drafted Najee Harris in the first round but like I just don't know if the offense lends itself to um I don't know if the offense lends itself to doing that because you you usually have to be a pretty successful offense to uh To have like a very good fantasy running back, unless you're like an elite talent, which is I don't I, I like Najiaris a lot, but he's not Saquon, he's not JT, anything, nothing like that. What are you eating for lunch? I need inspiration. Um, wow, this is everything is just frozen, huh? This is just completely turned into a podcast. I fucking hate live streaming with I hate New York City and its Wi Fi. Um, dude, I'm really, I'm really debating. Yeah, I might just suck it up and, and just go out and have margaritas, I might go get donuts from the coffee shop across the street. Or I might make something wholesome. It's going to be uh, maybe four strips of bacon, four eggs, uh, cut up some avocados, fry some onions, something like that, which is what I probably should do. So it's between those three things something wholesome, or a donut with holes in them, or just margaritas. I'm not sure. Got to get business. Dude, everywhere I go, I just say, give me the best internet. Give me the most expensive internet you got and fucking run it. The live streams were working for like half a second, though. They worked last time. They worked last time. You know? You know? Let me me fuck around with this real quick and see what we got going on here. There you go, Cody. See, this, this is why I've, this is this is why I'm your real uncle, not Cali Dog. Actually, me and Callie Dog are married, so we're both your uncle. Because you let me know that the that the microphone wasn't working, wasn't twerking. Yeah, I know no sound. That's it, y'all. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash BDG. I'll see y'all next Saturday, um, as well as tomorrow on Yung. I love you. I'm out.